Hello and welcome to TBHS Miked Up. My name is Campbell and we're so excited to have you here for week four, episode four. Yeah, my name is Doug Cox and we are really excited um, for week four, episode four, that we're getting lots of great feedback on the podcast and so we're excited to keep this going. Yeah, we're um, super excited for this week. Got some interesting sports. We got some tournaments now. We're into like the end tournament. So let's start with our sports recap. All right. This uh, last week's sports recap is brought to you by Pat Avery Real Estate here in Gillette. If you are looking to buy or sell uh, your home or any real estate, get a hold of Pat Avery Real Estate. We appreciate um, them supporting Thunder Basin High School. So let's start off our sports recap with some tennis. It was the regional tournament for tennis this weekend, so a pretty big weekend for them. Our girls took sixth with our one doubles team of Kendrick and Gorsuch coming in second, so they had a really good weekend. And our two doubles team of Tachik and Kendrick coming in fourth, so a strong weekend for them too. That's a Kendrick-Kendrick double right there. Both Kendricks playing doubles, double Kendricks. There is Kendrick all (laughs) around. There's enough Kendrick for everybody. That's right. Our boys team took seventh with our two doubles team of more and more taking fourth. All right. Good showing for our regional. That was here in Gillette, and they turn around and have state next week, I believe, right back here in Gillette. Um, Moving on to cross country. Cross country team was in Sheridan, and another good showing for the cross country team this week. Uh, The girls team took fifth with two girls running in the top ten, Mallory Jones running seventh and Megan Doherty running ninth. The boys' team also won fifth with Patrick Hardesty winning fifth, and I think that's probably, I think, his highest finish uh, in a race this year so far. So uh, the cross-country team uh, ran really good up in Sheridan. Yeah, they're having a really good year. Our swim and dive team was also in action this week. The 200-yard medley relay team took first, and that team was Walter, Johnson, Zock, and Olsen. In the 200-yard freestyle, Walter took first. In the 200-yard individual medley, uh, Johnson took first. And in the 50-yard free, Zock took first. In the one-meter diving, Besich second and Wagner fourth. In the 100-yard butterfly, Zock took first. In the 100-yard freestyle, Olsen took second. In the 200-yard freestyle relay, The team was second with Peterson, Bray, and Agosta, and online there was not a fourth person listed. For the 100-yard backstroke, Walter took first and Olsen took second. And for the 100-yard breaststroke, Johnson took third. The 400-yard freestyle relay, the team took second with Walter, Johnson, Olsen, and Zog. So I see a lot of first, second, high-place finishes for our swim team. Yeah, it seems like every week the swim swim team and dive team just keeps uh, placing higher and higher. So, um, looks like, I don't know when the swim and dive season ends for the fall, the girls swimming ends in the fall, but it looks like, uh, they're getting some good, good times put together and winning some, winning some meets and, um, doing a really good job in the water, uh, so far this year. Uh, moving on to volleyball, volleyball team Friday was in Sheridan. Uh, they won that three sets to one, losing the first set 19 to 25, 
Uh, looks like the for girls forgot to get off the bus the first set. Uh, winning the second set, 25-15. Third set, 25-16. And the fourth set, 25-20. They may have forgot to get off the bus, but they figured it out quickly. <laughs> they did. Looks like they did. Looks like they put a stomping on them after they got a little punched in the face in that first set. Nobody likes losing to Sheridan. <laughs> Nobody does. Um, on Saturday versus Natrona here, they win three sets to zero, 25-21, 25-14, and 25 25- 22. So two more conference wins for the Lady Bolts volleyball team. Yeah, I know we said it, I think, on our first episode of the podcast, but it is a, always a good day to beat Natrona. It's always a good day to beat Natrona. That is for sure. Yeah, so our football team was in Cheyenne this weekend versus Central this time, and they definitely bounced back from their loss last week. Um, they won 20-0 to zero against Central in a strong um, showing after the... The loss to East. Yeah, yeah, giving up zero points to a uh, Cheyenne Central team that's that's won a few games. Um, anyway, yeah, that's a good good rebound after giving up 50, I think 56 points last week to only giving up zero points this week. So um, I bet it was a healthy week at practice for those young men. Yes, probably. <laughs> so it looks like they got getting that turned around, win 20 to zero. That's good. Um, the golfers were at State Golf this week. So the the golf season is is officially over. Um, the boys team won, won ninth with Bodie Williams placing sixth with a combined score of 157. Uh, the girls team taking fourth with Alyssa Harshark, Harshark winning ninth um, with a combined score of 185. And uh, the boys team after day one were kind of in the mix. Day two did not go very well for our boys golfers. Yeah, I know um, that was not a good day, too. But I do know that Bodie Williams golfed the whole season on not a fully recovered ACL. Yeah, for, for Bodie even to be out there is is half amazing. I mean, um, I don't know how far it was removed from having his ACL repaired. It wasn't very long um, before he was back to golfing. And uh, doctors must have done a really good job there. Uh, getting him back for his senior season because that would suck to miss your senior season. And so they did a really good job, and we're really proud of Bodie for um, being tough and sticking with it and coming away with a sixth-place finish at 157 on a tough golf course up at the uh, um, golf course up there at Sheridan. I think so, the, is it called the Powderhorn? At Powderhorn, yep. yep. They were at the Powderhorn. So tough golf course to shoot at. And the, like I said, the boys' teams really kind of gave themselves a chance after day one. They were kind of in the mix. Um, didn't have a very good day two showing, but – um, overall they're, they're young. I think Bodie might, is Bodie the only senior? I think he might be. I think they're pretty young for the yeah, most so, part. So most of them boys will return and have a, have another good, good year next year, I'm sure. So. Yeah. And the girls are a little bit the opposite. I think all of their golfers that like scored and counted toward team score, I think all five of them were seniors and it's kind of cool because all five of them have been golfing since their freshman year. Yeah. So finally, finally gets through that girls program has been pretty good on the golf side um they've won a couple state championships and a couple individual i think state championships yeah, I remember, as well. um, maria farnham yeah. was a great golfer for our girls program yeah we might have to get her on that where are they now yeah. segment at some point and see what maria is doing 
So let, let's move on. That's it for uh, the recap of our sports for last week at Thunder Basin. We'll move on to uh, what's going to happen this week. What do we have look to look forward to this week at Thunder Basin? And this week's sports schedule is brought to you by Black Rock Advanced Medical Imaging. That's where you can go get yourself an MRI or some x-rays. And um, once again, if, you, if you're in need of such a thing, uh, make sure you go support them as they are supporting Thunder Basin High School. Yeah, so let's start off with um, for this week's sports schedule. We mentioned it a little bit earlier, but state tennis is at home, and that will be running Thursday through Saturday. And um, yeah, so if you are able to get out and watch it, definitely go watch our tennis players. Yeah, I think they're playing at four sites. Uh, they're playing at Thunder and at Campbell County, and then they use Bicentennial and the rec center. So they're playing. They're kind of scattered out between four sites, and uh, we get state tennis every year. This is one of the best best sites to host tennis because we have lots of facilities. So um, it's nice to have state tennis here every year. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Uh, volleyball is at the Casper Invitational on Friday and Saturday. So we're a little bit of a breakup in between our conference schedules. So um, won't be at conference games this week. Well, the volleyball team will be at the Casper Invitational Friday and Saturday. And I'm sure if you follow uh, their Facebook page, that Coach Martin will have the schedule up there for all those interested to see who they're playing and what times. Yeah, and so the cross-country team, you know, after a strong start to the season, are hoping to continue that at Rapid City on Friday, and um, that's that's where they'll be and hopefully get some strong results again. Yeah, the swim and dive this week on on Friday, um, they're versus Cheyenne Central and Cheyenne Ace to kind of double duel against those schools on Friday. And then on Saturday, they are at Sheridan for a duel with Sheridan. Is it a duel when you swim? I think like, it like is. Wrestling? I think it is dual, like when it's just one team against another team. Okay. So football, big big game for them this week at home versus Sheridan at seven p.m. Definitely show out to that one, and I assume that our band and cheerleaders will be there as well. Yeah, I think it'll be a good a good showing. We'll have a chance to um, see what Coach Coach Pakula has. Sheridan's always a big game, so we need all the fans and everything we can at home this Friday. It's a seven o'clock start this week. Yeah, you know, a little, we've kind bit, of been, a little bit later. Yeah, kind of been starting at six. So it's a seven o'clock start. So everybody can get home from work, get a burger, get something in them for food, come out and enjoy the football game. Uh, enjoy the band, enjoy the cheerleaders. Um, like I said, they, the, that's a whole production at the home football games. Got the Harleys, the motorcycles, motorcycle gang is that what you is that what they call them the yeah bolts motorcycle gang yeah, all the harley riders and i mean it just takes a lot to make that whole production work so thanks to everybody that helps with that yeah so yeah come out and watch the the football game at seven o'clock at home versus sheridan all right so we do have to take a little pause here because we need to do a quick shout out and she's probably gonna hate it but we're gonna do it anyway my mom leanne cox has helped us so much by building us this Google Sheet thing that has the whole schedule for like every sport the whole year. And I mean, I'm really thankful for it. It makes yeah, planning this it, a lot easier. It, it, it really, really cut down the time of having to go pull up each team's schedule and all that. And she just built it into one big Google form. And so we just pull up one form and we can build our schedule for the podcast. And it's it very, very made it very, very easy for us. Yeah. 
So we don't have a couple things we're changing up this week. We don't have a where are they now. Uh, we sent uh, we sent some feelers out for some where are they now. We just didn't get anything back. Um, I'm sure athletes were busy this week, and we just didn't get anything back. So we're not going to have a where are they now athlete. Um, we'll try to get back with that next week. Um, and we don't have an interview because... Dad was coaching softball all weekend, and we just couldn't get a timeline lined out. Which... Yeah, we didn't know exactly when I was going to be done to get an interview um, set up, and we, we tried to work some things around and couldn't quite get it done. So um, we started fall ball. This was our first fall ball tournament this week with softball, and it was at home. Um, so glad to be out on the field with the girls, get all the new freshman girls in and uh, kind of see what they have, a very talented group of young ladies coming in as freshmen. We were glad to see that. So, But nonetheless, that kind of kind of ruined it for our when could we get an um, interviewee into the TBHS mic'd up studio yeah. down in the basement <laughs> of the, the Cox basement. family house. <laughs> it's real professional. <laughs> so it just I didn't know when we were going to be done and when we could make it work, so it didn't work out this week. But we'll try to get a... a a real live interviewee for for next week, but me and Campbell, we have a few things to discuss. Things going on in the country, kind of like we did a couple of weeks ago when we didn't didn't have an interviewer. So, all right. So I want to ask you this, Dad, because I saw this again today, and I saw it a little while ago from um, a call a women's college basketball player, pretty um, pretty well known, Haley Van Lith is talking to a group of younger girls and she says, I wish I found stuff outside of basketball that I loved. And then she continues to go on a little bit later saying so much of my identity was in this basketball. And, you know, this just makes me think like, is it important for athletes to have an identity outside of what sport they do? Yeah. And just, just for our, our viewing audience, um, I've been putting Campbell off of talking college basketball. <laughs> she kind of lives and dies college basketball. So I've been holding her off. She wants to talk college basketball every week. And so I've been, it's no different than I could talk softball every week. He has kind of let me loose a little bit this week. Yeah. So so we're going to kind of have a little bit of kind of what's going on. And, and Campbell wants to talk a little college, women's college basketball that's going to start here pretty soon. So on the Haley Van Lith thing and student athletes is, I work with student athletes and Campbell is a student athlete and, and Ethan was a student athlete. Have an identity outside of your sport um, is so important. One, you know, most kids aren't going to play a sport outside of high school. Um, and so you can't let that consume you. Even the ones that do, um, then it's maybe just a short two or four years uh, after high school. So you can't let that become your identity. You're a person um, you're, you're way greater than, a uh, whatever sport you're playing. You're more than just a tennis player, volleyball player, basketball player, football player. You are more than that. So you can't let that become your identity because when it's over, then what are you? And so, and I think that's what Haley, I saw the, the interview as well. And I think that's kind of what she was getting at when times are tough and either you're hurt or you can't play or you're done playing, then what are you? You're still, you have to make yourself a great person long before you're ever yeah. a great and basketball player just or like sports athlete. Kind of to bounce off of that a little bit and even just another point is that like life is a lot bigger than sports. You know, there are things that are more important than sports. And, you know, I, I've been an athlete pretty much my whole life and I have kind of fallen into those times where I do put my identity in basketball. And, you know, when you put your identity in something um, like a sport, 
then I guess kind of how you feel is based off of your performance in that sport. And you can't always perform the best. There's going to be bad games. You know what I mean? Yeah, but you don't always have to be a bad person just because you have a bad game. Yeah. So if you just focus your life about being about being a good person, doing the right things, being a great teammate, and and your sport can be part of your identity, but it can't be your whole identity, and it can't be really who you are. Yeah, I completely agree. I just I just think that that was um, really cool to see a high level collegiate athlete like she's good, a high level collegiate and athlete. And it was and it was that. a way that you could sneak college bat girls college basketball into the podcast early okay i'm sorry i love women's college basketball i think it's i think it's so fun but that's not just women's college basketball that's every athlete dad so okay all right which uh speaking of women's college basketball you know such a big hype year last year with what happened in the in the ncaa tournament and caitlin clark going off and what she brought to you know college the women's college basketball to the forefront of people's minds and viewing. I mean, the viewership for the women's tournament was huge last year because of what Caitlin Clark was doing on the floor and, and the type of person that she is kind of goes back to what we were discussing about with Haley Van Lith and part of Caitlin Clark's, um, I don't want to say persona necessarily, but what people are attracted to her about her, not just her basketball game, but the type of person she is and what she brought to women's basketball to the forefront, man, shit, girl can play. Yeah. I mean, she's just electric. Like I, like you said, I love women's college basketball. And whenever I watch Caitlin Clark play, I'm just like, wow. Like she just has that wow factor that I feel like is kind of newer into women's sports. And it's just like, it's so cool to be able to watch her just do her thing and be so electric. That's the only word I can think of to describe her is electric and the influence that she has just like now created. Yeah. It brought a lot of, a lot of new viewers for sure. And I don't want to, I don't want to say this in a bad way, but like Caitlin Clark plays like a very talented male basketball player. Yeah. I mean, she she is so fun to watch. And I, and I don't want to mean that disrespectfully, but she she's she, they're changing the game. I mean, her and Haley Van Lith and Paige Beckers, I know who We can't forget about Paige. Who <laughs> Campbell loves UConn and Paige Beckers and and they have a couple other young ladies on that UConn team that are very talented as well. And um Paige is going to be back after two ACL injuries and she's going to be back this year. And, um, it just, she was AP player of the year, her freshman year, um, as, Paige I, was. as I like to remind people who and, tend to forget about her. Yeah. And so, um, uh, just the forefront that they brought to women's college basketball and to women's sports is, is amazing. And, you know, the whole, the whole run in the NCAA tournament and, um, eventually losing to LSU, who was a very talented, very talented team as well, and so um, and just like it's not even just Caitlin Clark because that Iowa team was so team oriented. Like you just watch them play, and to to allow Caitlin Clark to be able to score forty point triple doubles, she has to have teammates that are willing to support her being able to do that and being able to be great teammates despite her individual success. Well, Campbell, no matter how you look at it, basketball's played with five five people on the court. That is true. So one person cannot do it all. Yeah. 
as you could see with Haley Van Lith, who has now transferred to LSU. And Don't even uh, get me started. A very talented young lady on her right. She just didn't have a very great team around her um, previously. So uh, they were good. The Dangs are good. They just not a not a super great team. So um, now she's going to be on that LSU team with a bunch of talented young ladies. That should be a pretty good that um, Iowa, UConn, LSU triangle of of young ladies and you're always going to throw Stanford and maybe Baylor or, or yeah. Notre Dame in as powerhouses of women's college basketball. But yeah. And just like even how more, I guess, women's college basketball was dominated by UConn for so long. And it's kind of cool. I love UConn, but it is kind of cool to see like some other programs emerge as like very skilled programs. Yeah. And I think it, this is, I mean, I think this is happening all around the country in all sports, but the more, publicity that is available to to sports i mean we have the pac-10 network the big 12 network you know all these con- different conference networks now these kids don't have to go very far from home to be on tv to get seen to um to handle all things it's no different than in in softball what happened after the you know college world series you know they um jordy ball uh transfers out of Oklahoma after winning a college world series, winning two college world series and wants to go home to Nebraska. And so, you know, you just, you have that availability to get seen and be the athlete you want to be, stay close to home. And so I think that is kind of leveled out the talent, um, along a little bit with the transfer portal, which we can make a whole episode on <laughs> we could make a whole episode too. on the transfer portal and how it affects each each different college sport but you know and how it affects even our our tbhs athletes trying to get recruited um if they're if they're capable of playing them that division one type level of how hard that is to get recruited out of high school right now mm-hmm. with the transfer portal the way it is so yeah. and this is kind of a little bit backtracking to our Haley Van Lith um, quote here, but you brought up um, the the women's softball, you know, the, the college world series. And just like, you want to talk about a team who knows that sports is not everything, you know? Yeah, they were, I mean, that team is led by Grace Lyons kind of as their, as their team leader. And she's their, you know, that whole group of softball girls are all their, their campus FCA leaders, um, you know, I think two or three of those girls got married. Those senior girls got married this summer. Um, so, um, just really keeping, trying to be grounded as a person and not grounded as an athlete, um, is just so, so important. Yeah, I completely agree. You know what else we could talk about today, dad? What are we going to talk about, Rue? Let's talk about the Texas-Wyoming game because I know that it kind of got spread out later in the game, but Wyoming held their own with Texas for three quarters. With a backup quarterback. With the backup quarterback against, I think, their number three ranked Texas. Yeah, Texas is good. Um, the Cowboys stepped up, did a really good job, played played tough with them, hung with them for a really long time. I thought I thought maybe they'd, they'd hang with them, maybe, maybe make a gain of it in the end. They didn't. They kind of gave it up in the fourth quarter, but they made a really strong showing of it and kind of proved what Wyoming Wyoming could be. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm really excited now with what Colorado State did with Colorado. Oh, yeah. The old border war yeah. might be a game. Oh, definitely, for sure. 
and you know that the Colorado team is just that's a whole that's like you said that's a whole nother episode on its own but just like maybe we could get coach prime on our podcast <laughs> he would do a lot of talking that's for sure mostly about himself but probably, that's <laughs> probably no I I really do like what he's done down there is cool but yeah like you said that CSU game Wyoming bring the fight yeah it's gonna be I think that Wyoming CSU game is going to be a, a tough one. So, yeah, lots of stuff going on um, this week. The fall sports are starting to wind down a little bit. We're going to get uh, – I talked to Coach Pakula. He'll be ready to go on a little bit. Uh, Coach Martin, um, she's going to be ready to come on. We try to try to save them for last because those are the two seasons that go the longest. So, yeah, we tried to get Coach um, Hunter on for golf. Um uh, this week, but he was he was you know busy this weekend and uh, the end of the week and busy this weekend with with state golf and he had some things to do today, so we couldn't get him on, um, but we would like to get him on and he can talk about his golf program and uh, what he's doing there and the success that they had and I think we talked about it last week um, that this is the first time in Thunder Basin history that both girls and boys uh, made the state tournament so. Uh, like I said, uh, the boys didn't maybe place uh, play the second day like they would have liked to have to give themselves a, a better shot than finishing ninth, which I think they're a better team than that. They just had a tough day in day two. And uh, girls team, like I said, p- placing fourth. But um, what a great job he's done with the golf the golf program, getting both teams qualified for state. And um, that is really, that's really exciting. Overall, just a really incredible year um, for golf. Yeah. Yeah. And, and they they start early. Them golfers like they're they're done, you know. And tennis is done next week. And um, I'm not sure. I didn't look when swimming and diving is done. We just we were discussing that when we thought they were uh, going to be done. But you know, then you get uh, football. Hopefully, make a deep run into the playoffs with football. And you know, we're into into I think the first week in November, but it's a state tournament and or state championship game. And and I think state volleyball you'll have regional volleyball the end of october and i think state volleyball maybe that first week so yeah so a lot of a lot of big tournaments coming up it seems like it's far away but it's really just right around the corner yeah and there's something else that we don't really talk about that much and i don't know if swimming has like a jv team and you know we on here we just don't have the time to talk a lot about the jvs and um so maybe we'll give kind of them a shout out this week as we don't have don't have a guest or a or a where are they now athlete but um i know the the under sub varsity volleyball teams have been doing really good um the sub varsity football team has has had some really competitive games and are winning and uh the freshman football team also um the coaches are saying they're they're a pretty good group to coach and they're they've been winning so yeah and and those jv teams are crucially important um, to sports programs because they they are the future. You know what I mean? It's yeah. Kind of- so you know, important to go get them coached up and get their games. And like I said, we don't we don't give them much shout out here as we don't have a lot of time for that. But um, this week, maybe give our our sub varsity teams and sub varsity kids a shout out and the efforts they're putting in. They go to work every day too, just like the varsity kids do. Um, the varsity kids kind of get all the all the credit and notoriety and and talk in the paper and the talk on the podcast but uh them sub varsity teams put in the same exact amount of work as as everybody else does so kind of a shout out to our sub varsity kids yeah you know overall i think our our fall sports have you know some of them are coming to an end some of them are about halfway through but overall it's been a good start no matter what level you're at so and most importantly Campbell got to talk about women's college basketball yes, today finally you know <laughs> so she's been bugging me since the beginning when do we get to talk about women's college basketball you know, he was going to make me wait until like 
I think November is when they they start into it big time. I know there's a couple um, tournaments a little bit earlier, but luckily we things lined up today to where <laughs> dad coached enough softball that I was able to talk about basketball and made my whole week. All right. Well, we'd like to thank you for listening to episode four, season one of the TBHS Miked Up podcast. Thanks for supporting Campbell and I. We get a lot of good comments and, and feedback. If you have something you'd like to like to have on or, or mentioned on the podcast, you can reach out uh, on our social medias and Facebook or on Instagram. Yeah, and we do have an email. It's yep. TB, all lowercase, TBHS, Miked Up at gmail.com. So yeah, so if you have something that, uh, that you want to you want to have on the podcast, or you want a ex ex Thunder Basin athlete that you could think of, where are they now, athlete to put on the podcast? Send that to us. And a specific we'll, guest you want to yeah, hear from? If there's a specific guest you want to hear from, so we we talked to a couple people this week, and we're kind of getting some stuff lined up. Uh, with them, we're kind of going to try to do a better job of lining up two or three or four weeks ahead of time. Maybe it's one thing I am excited about is it didn't line up today, but we are looking forward to having some players on the podcast at some point. Yeah, I'm we, excited about. Yeah, we need to get some players on too. We kind of reach out and and do some player some player interviews as well. So uh, once again, thank you to listening listening to episode four of the TBHS Miked Up podcast. See you next week. Go Bolts.